Dr. Yambam, Hilchus Shrita, Perik Yedalad. This is the last in the Siyam Hilchus Shrita and the Siyam on the Sefer Kedusha. So after you shech, there's another mitzvah you have to do, which is why it's in Hilchus Shrita. Mitzvah, I say, there's a positive mitzvah. L'chas is dam shchidus chaya tahira to cover the blood when you cover the when after to cover the blood after you shech a tahar chaya, a kosher, an undomesticated animal like a deer, a oyftar or a kosher bird. Whether it's domesticated like a chicken or not domesticated like a dove. Shnemar it says, Ashiyah should say Tchaya, if a person catches a wild animal, or a bird, Ashiyachil, who's the kosher bird, if you spill his blood, meaning you do a proper shrita, you cover it with earth. So we see that there's a chiv to cover the blood of a chaya or an oif, but not a behema, apparently. Okay, and it has to do with the, the concept that a behema, the blood goes in the mezbeach. Chaya, no oif, does not go in the mezbeach. If there's an exception, actually, but Derek Klal, if it's going to Zbech, and it's connected, okay. The Fichin, therefore, because the mitzvah has a positive mitzvah, before you cover it, you have to make the bracha, baracha to Hashem, for covering the blood. Arnusuch is a bit different than this, but this is, this is we say a kisnomba offer. Okay, now the question would be let's say, for example, if you did the shrita and you realize it was a trefa before you did kisadam, do you cover if it's a trefa? The ram doesn't get into that, so base. Kisadam. This halacha that you cover the blood of a chayr, if it's irrelevant, whether it's mezumen that's you know, in your yard, so to speak, it's already caught, or you have to go catch it. I, the Pasuk says, It's even though it says you catch it, because that's a common scenario, is birds usually have to catch them. They don't, you know, just walk into your house, usually walk into your house, and Chaya is, by definition, non-domesticated. If you have a herd of deer, so fine, so you have mezumen, you don't have to catch them. But the fact is, that's that 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 the chayv anyways. V'noyeg b'cholin it dafka applies to animals that are not hektish. V'einah b'mudoshin it doesn't apply to animals that are hektish. Bein kachim isbeach. Whether you're talking about animals that are kachim isbeach, um, which would obviously not be a chayv because you can't be makdish. Must be like a dove, for example, yeah. Or if you're makdish, yeah, because you're makdish a deer in isbeach, the hektish is not chal, or it's only chal on its on its. Well, it's not chal on the thing itself. You have to be paid it. So, but, but either scenario, the, 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 the So if you're makdish the deer, let's say for a hektish, you know, as a shlomim. So the question is, do you do you have to do kisa dam on that deer if you shecht it without being paid it? I'm not sure, but, the, but let's let's speak simple. A, a pigeon or a turtle dove that's kachim isbeach that you bring for a carbon. And you shecht it as a carbon, like you're supposed to, let's say. And oh, you, a big, a is a and one second. So I said a turtle dove or a pigeon that you're bringing as a carbon, you shecht it as a carbon like you're supposed to. You okay. don't do kisei adam because it's hectish. Uh, good, but, but, but That's a kachim is One second. So, kachim kachim bayas, right. Or it's kachim bayas, where you makdish it just for the value that it's a migdash. And that refers to maybe a chaya as well. Yeah, exactly. Sure, absolutely. Only to a chaya, because kachim is wouldn't apply to a chaya. Oh, yeah, okay, anyway, fine. If you go and shecht them, oh, in other words, of v'shachtan, meaning you're not supposed to shecht, uh, shecht it's an animal which is kachev the kabayis, you're supposed to redeem it and give it to the Mikdash. If instead of redeeming the value of the deer, you went and you shechted the deer, you don't cover the blood. Right, because again, it doesn't apply to Agdish. So, so again, whether it's kosher is bech, kosher like a bias. The kosher is bech. You're supposed to shech if you're doing the right thing. If it's, let's say a dove or a pigeon, it's kosher is bech. You're supposed to shech it for the carbon, whatever it is. You don't cover the blood, and if it's kosher by like a bias, like by, by a deer, you're not supposed to shech it. You're supposed to be paid it. But if you do shech, you also don't cover the blood because that, it's only applies to chul and gimel. Shachat chayo if if you shech the chayo the bird. Then you. It only refers to chul. Right. 
And yeah, you have a mitzvah kisei adam, and then you say it's kosher bedek abayis. So you makdish the meat to the mizbeach, and yeah, if you paid it, right? So do we say now that animal you shechted is hektish? Someone says hektish as adam, or for that matter, let's say you makdish just as adam for bedek abayis. You want to sell the blood and give the money. Chayav lechasis, because apparently the moment you shechted, that's when the chiyuv begins. That chiyuv does not fall away, even though now there's a chiyuv and the blood is hektish, or the animal is hektish. Av became the chiyuv remains out. Kilayim haba mibehem evachayim. You have an animal that one of the parents is, let's say, so we had an example in, by, um, by the halachas of, um, um, of shechting the animal and the child in the same day. So, but the father, one of the parents could be a goat, one of the parents could be a deer. But then here's the Ramadan Machalak, whether it's the father or the mother. So it's Kilayan, Vechem Briya, Shisavak, Vechem Machaya. Or, for example, an animal which is a Safak of Vechem Machaya. This is called, it's spelled Chaf Vav Yud. It's, I've heard some places it's written as a Koi, some places it's written as a Kvi. It's a, it's a mixture of two. Well, that's more of a suffix. So the Kodar Rama, apparently, the Kvi is not a, the kvi is not a mixture. The Kvi is Pasha the suffix. It's a species that we have not determined if it's considered Behem or Achaya. Veteran Sheikh had labeled Turk told me that a, that a bison goes in that gather. It's a Suffolk behemoth, Suffolk Chaya. Okay, so what's the deal? Do you do Kisadam? So we're not sure. So therefore, Tarach Lachas is because Suffolk Matar Luchomi, you do Kisadam. Doctors say he must have meat right away. So on Shabbos, you go and you shech the deer for him, or you shech the chicken for him. So the din is chayav lachas is achas Shabbos, you have to kiss your dime after Shabbos. On Shabbos, you don't do why? Because it's a different malachas, not that the muksa could be a problem, there could be a involved. Upon him, the kiss your dime can be done later. Every moment you delay, you bring a matlam mitzvah saseh. But since it could be eventually fulfilled after Shabbos, you don't do it on Shabbos. You're not Mechal Shabbos for that. Mechal Shabbos for the Shechita. You're not Mechal Shabbos, Shabbos covering the blood. Which is a Suffolk, whether you're Mechal to Kisadam. Or Behema, which is, which is a species like a, with a bison, which is a Suffolk, Dam Rechaya. On Yontif. Not only on Shabbos. Shabbos for sure, you, you, you would have to make love for Shabbos. Even Yontif, which is less of an issue with Tan Malacha. You have to cover the blood after Yontif. Even though, if you shecht on Yontif, you have to kisadam on Yontif. You have to prepare the offer beforehand, ideally. That's, that's, a whole, that's a whole question for itself. But even if it's a scenario where you shecht a deer and you shechted a bison, you kisadam, you do on the deer, you don't do it on the bison after Yontif. Why? Because if you do it on the bison, people are going to say, oh, it's for sure a behemoth, it's not a chaya. And the chaylev is mutter. Let's eat the chaylev. But we're not sure. So we don't want people to get the wrong impression that the chaylev is for sure mutter. Ashalach, and you don't do kisei down yontif. That's basically the reason. Oh, really? Yeah. Halacha, <laughs> hey. The Persian, now here's the thing. Is the halachas of, the halachas of shechting the, 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 the kisei down. Do you say, yes sir. <coughs> Chapter 14. We're talking about, after you shecht an animal, you must cover the blood. Now, the shechita is on every single animal individually. Obviously. Is the mitzvah of covering the blood on every animal individually? Saddam says, no. Person who shechs multiple birds and slash or multiple deer, moose, whatever, antelope in one location. You cover them all together as one and you can make one bracha. Now, what if this means you have to delay because you're waiting for the other deer to come and it's not arriving yet? That's, that's in terms of delaying the mitzvah, fine. But the principle that I'm saying is that the mitzvah of Kisadam can be done multiple animals at once. Dam is of a mind. What if you have a situation where it's raining outside, there's puddles, you shecht, and now the water is mixed with blood? So, are you mechuyiv to cover or not? 
So in the by Manadam, if there's a color of blood, in other words, if it's reddish enough to be look like blood, now again, what is the exact level of dilution that we say now? It's no it's not it's too diluted. I don't know what the Rama means what? The Rama means as long as it's any as long as it's a little bit red, you still have to kiss Adam? I'm not sure, but whatever it is, if it still has appearance of blood, I guess there's a certain stage we have. You have different shades of red in blood. Some are more red, less red. As long as it looks like dam, you must cover it. If it looks so diluted that it doesn't resemble blood, it looks like reddish water, then Okay. Now, what, that's if it's water and blood. But it's Arab Yayin, if it gets mixed with water or a different reddish liquid, or you be dam behemoth, the blood of a behemoth, which you don't have to cover. So now the question is I don't know if the ratio of blood that you have to cover, what you not have to cover, is sufficient over here because uh, it's all red. So, you have to imagine as if the non Chaya blood was Mayim. If, if it was water, you would still look like blood based on the percentage of. Dam Chaya, then you have to say, well, you have to cover it. Kashir you have to, excuse me. But if it's possible, it would still resemble blood. It would was, it was, it resemble you know, the ratio of blood, which is Chayav and covering, let's say 10% deer blood, 90% water. If that's a, a still enough to make it look like you have to cover it, so then Kashir if it has that same amount, if it was water, it would be the same ratio. So let's say it's ten percent dam, ten percent dam. Let's say we know a ten percent dam chaya, ninety percent water. It's enough to make it look like blood. Still, you have to cover it. So if it's ten percent dam chaya, ninety percent wine, or ninety percent dam, dam dam of a cow, you also have to cover it because you look at it as if the other liquid was water, and then you determine imlab if not part then you part So it's the same idea. Which is interesting over here. In other words, in other words, what is the sheer chiv of covering? The blood, when there's water, it, has, it looks like blood, right? But when it's, when it's blood anyways, so then that's the same thing we use to determine if it's... Like, if it's mimino, it's like, okay, whatever, fine. Zan. Can I ask a question? Sure. How do you cover the blood? That's going to be discussed. Patience. Zan. I have another question. If the, if the dam of the Chaya was mixed up in the, in the, in the dam of the Behemoth, why don't we say, like we said in Halacha Dalit, that Kalayim Abam and Okay, because there it's already, the dam is already a chiv b'tal atzma, right? That's why. Zayin. Kisau v'nizgal. What if you cover it? You did what you're supposed to do. V'nizgal. Then it became uncovered. Came along some wind or came along some animals and they uncovered the, um, the, the blood. You don't have to cover it again because you did your chiv and that's enough. Even though it, it, you know, it's not a chiv to make sure it remains covered. The chiv is to cover it. That's the that you if you do it the chayv do it in a way that you expect it to remain covered. But the fact that that was sabotage is not your problem. Okay, here's however the wind covers it. You have to cover it because it's it's not it's not it's not uncovered anymore. However, the mitzvah wasn't done unlike the first example. Therefore, chazav and iskal in this case where it was covered by itself it was also uncovered by itself by the same let's say the same wind. After the wind covered it, you have to cover it because you didn't do your chayv. It became you became part from doing so because the, the mitzvah was removed. But, but the chiv remains on you. Therefore, now it becomes uncovered. You have to cover it. In the first example, you did your chiv, and the chiv, that chiv doesn't, does not have to revert. Now, if... if um, Let's say that when you... Sh- it's, a, it's an animal that's very skinny, not a lot of blood. The only blood that spurts out is the blood that spurts out afterwards there's nothing, and, and the blood on the, on the knife. So even though it's very little, you have to cover it, right? In other words, in other words, over here the blood is so minimal. You might think that I don't. You're not chayavin. You're not covering it because it's um, because it's so minimal, basically. 
Yeah. In other words, even even if we have, even if basically this is like an either or, it seems like. Let's say either is only a drop that spurts out mamash when you shecht it. So which, okay. Or it's only on the knife. And let's say it's only on the knife. You have to push it, scrape the knife onto the ground so it's on the ground now. And then you cover it. So that, that's the word over here. Okay. Halachates. Shalchat. If you shecht the animal, v'nivla v'damakark, and the blood gets absorbed in the ground. Now it's no longer uh, visible. You have to cover it. So if you still see the redness... It's not the Vishumi means the, the mark. I think I, I think the mark doesn't just mean the wetness. It has to be red also. I suppose. Chayav achas is then you have to cover it because the blood is still present. If it's not nicker, then it's as if it was covered by the wind. You put them covering it because it's not um, it's not uh, it's not uncovered. Now you don't want to do this because you want to have the mitzvah kisya down. So if you shecht the, the animal over earth, earth which is so soft and absorbent that the blood gets absorbed right away, you're going to lose the chance to do a mitzvah. So you shouldn't do that, and you shouldn't do it on purpose for sure because you're not supposed to circumvent the chance to do a mitzvah. Oh. That's, oh, this, I, I raised this question earlier, remember? So the chiv the covering the, this blood is only if it's a shechita, which is meat that you could eat. Shemad says, ashiyocha, which may be eaten. The vichan, therefore, ashiyocha, the person shechts the proper shechita. The dim says, treif, it turns out there's a hole in the heart, so the animal is treif. Ashiyocha, the chulam azar, a person shechts the animal, it's not carbon, in the base of Migdosh, which now not allowed to eat. A person shechts an animal or a bird. <clears throat> Which is, has been condemned to death because it killed somebody or someone did not vary with it. To say a, a, a moose trampled someone, yeah. The person did a shechita, but while he was doing the shechita, the knife had a nick, so it became a nevela. Or he shechted the animal's neck in a way that he made it into a nevela. So then, part of lechasais, he's part carcass. He's part of him covering the blood. So it has to be dafka. Sometimes we say a shechita does have a significance. Even though the animal is a treif, over here it does not have significance in the sense that not chayav the kisedam. The chen cheshesh of a cotton, a person who is a deaf mute, uh, mentally incompetent, or a minor. Shachatu ben el ma'as when they shechted by themselves, and we said that when they shechted on their own without someone looking over them, the shechita is considered nevela. Ein chayav the chas dam shechitas. You don't have to cover the shechita because it's considered like stam killing the animal. It's not considered like a prop, like, like like a shechita which is already lachil. It's not an edible shechita, if you will, so to speak. Um, yeah, if someone's looking over their shoulder, yeah, uh, then yeah, which is interesting because Pasha was not just saying that it's a matter to, ins- to ensure that the shechita is good. Pasha means it's not, there's no, no suffix for the shechita is nevela. Okay, halacha yidah. Right, bamem bamem With what do you cover? Now Daniel's question: How do you cover the blood? What do you cover it with? You cover you spread a cloth over it. So he says no. Mechasin offer some different ways of translating these words over here. But let's see what he uses over here to cover. You can use earth, besid, which is lime, which is a kind of like like natural type of cement. Bezevel dak gypsum, g y p s u m. Vechel dak very fine sand. that the Excuse me, zevel dak. Sorry, excuse me, I skipped the word. The seed is lime. Uve givasim gypsum. U i p s u m. The zevel dak, very fine fertilizer, which is interesting because that's considered considered like de- decomposed earth. Okay, it's considered offer. Uve chayel dak sheinet zochlech shoshay, very fine sand that a person making pottery like a glassmaker doesn't have to crush it further. Like, what's the degree of fineness of sand or, or pebbles to be considered offer? 
There's no exact numbers in terms of, I'm sure like, you know, people today use different, like, different, different, like, you know, fineness of sands, have very exact measurements in terms of, you know, how fine, fine it is. The Ram didn't have those exact numbers. He tells us it's, it's fine enough that the person will right away use that to start making pottery or glass without having to crush it right there. That's f- fine enough to be considered offer. It doesn't have to be so powdery like powdered sugar, you know what I mean? With crushed rocks, and crushed or nowhere. And very fine flax chips, right? When they take flax, which is like tall, hard grass, and they make it into to material, linen. So it has like little, little dust, little pieces that fall from it. You could use that. That's considered dust as well. It's natural dust. Um, these are all called offer. These are all different examples of offer. That's exactly the point. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's from the earth, that's why the chayda, the chayda. And also, you know, fertilizer, the same question. But the chayda decomposes so easily, it's considered, considered earth. Yeah, okay. I didn't have a chance to research this, these nekotas. Yeah, you're right. There's all these, all these, I think the Gemara talks about this, how we, know that, how, we, how we know that they are earth. Okay. Uvener is chavashim daka, and very... Chavashim is from saw. Sawdust. This is what is very commonly used by Kaparis, right? So very, very fine pieces of sawdust. So wood chips are too, are too coarse. Wood chips are too big. But sawdust you could use. Again, what exactly is the measurement how fine it has to be? Right? It's a good question. I don't think it's exact numbers, but you know, okay. It's like one of the things you guys just have to say. You know, this, is as, this is as fine as the Sheikh taught me, taught me to use it, okay? Uvelvena and bricks, uvecharsis and earthenware, or the covering of a barrel. These are all different types of earthenware things. That were crushed. These are crushed pottery, and that's considered clay. Clay is from the earth. It's considered dust. She called them an offering. These are all different types of offer. However, if you stand and take a large akalia, a larger earthenware pot, you cover it. You cover it with rocks, or, you know, which are larger. That's not called carving. It's not covering. It says, but offer with earth. It has to be earth-like. And earth is naturally, you know, more soft powder substance. You base. The therefore, because it has to be earth, you don't cover with coarse fertilizer. The chelagas or, or coarse sand. The kemach mursun flour, bran, or or grain fibers. These are more. These are too big, too too piecey, not fine enough. Yeah. Or if you grind down, shikas is like the grinding or, or or like you know if you grinding metal, sharpening a knife. You have like these little pieces of of of, of iron that 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 come from it. So a little iron dust. So that's not considered. Um, um, dust, the fish, any element off it, that's not called offer. Interesting that dust from metal, even though metal is an element from the earth, but little pieces, let's say copper or, or, or steel or, or, or aluminum, are not called offer. There's one metal that's an exception. The exception is little gold dust. From a gold, let's say if a person grinding gold, pieces of gold, that's called offer. You could cover, you cover the blood with an imitation, you could offer, it's called offer. How do we say Zavloi, and it's, it says in the Pasuk that it possesses the dust of gold. That's the Pasuk in Eif. The Nehemiah says, Adashadakla offer until it was thin to dust. That's the Pasuk in Devarim, talking about Pasha's Kisisa, where Maisha Rabbeinu grinds down the eagle. So Adashadakla offer tells us not just the shot that was as fine as earth. It's considered earth. Gold is considered earth, and therefore which is funny, it's the most valuable metal. But it also has the, the, the status of offer. Interesting. Okay. Whereas Don't apparently all the other metals not. Why did Amram have to bring a pasuk in Devarim if he brought a pasuk already in from from? Why, why is he bring both sukim? It's a pasuk from pasuk from Devarim. Why a pasuk in Eir? So I'm not totally sure. Okay. You give him. In Eir, it, it says the the, the, the word zor the fetish. Yeah. Whereas in Shemayis, the shadakla offer. We know that we're talking about the Eglos. Interesting. That, that part of the saying doesn't say it itself, yeah? Yeah, yeah, good point. 
Good. Halacha yid gimel. Now the question. So so okay. So you're mechasin b'shichar v'upiachakivshon. You let it cover also with with shichar. With shichar is soot. V'upiachakivshon, which is the burning from the furnace. Now some of the things that are burned could be uh, other things. Uh, basically, the point is, is that ash from the oven is considered all types of ash is considered um, offer. So, it's like ash. Oh, so the is going to tell us afer and offer. He's going to say, that, but basically, the point is that afer, which is ash, and offer, which is dirt, are considered the same thing. Offer, right? It's also a question against right? If you can take ash, do different things. Okay. You can also use kechoyel. Kechoyel is like a blue, like a, a makeup type thing, which is also considered a type of dust, a type of earth. I'm not sure how it's made, but it's made from earth-like materials, apparently. It says, uh, for medicinal purposes. Medicinal purposes. Well, okay, makeup, medicinal, yeah, right. Right, thank you. And you're also allowed to use powder from the mills. Like when the mills grind things, like grind flour, grind wheat, into flour, that's considered dust, right? And ash, oh! So you see, that the thing you burn doesn't have to be necessarily a vegetative thing like from the earth. So whether it's talking about um, wood ash or clothing ash, even if it's wool clothing, even if it's meat that was burnt, right? The meat is not, it's not something which is, um, <coughs> which is not from the earth, but that's considered offer. It says, from the ash, from the afar, from the earth of the burning of the chatas. It uses the term earth to reference the carbon chatas is burning. It doesn't say afar, it says afar, which is earth. So we see that, a, that ash is, is a kind of earth. And, and that's how you know, first of all, that you can use ash. And also that carbon chatas, over there it's actually a form of paraduma. But you're burning a cow. So therefore, said, ah, yeah, that meat, the ash of meat, ash of anything, even meat, is considered earth. Although over there, there's also other things mixed in, different types of things they would throw on the fire. But the fact is it's called shivs achatas, right? If you don't burn anything with it, it's still considered a kosh akaponim. So we see that ash, and even the ash of meat, is considered earth in this regard. You are allowed to use the ash from a city that was majority of the people worship over the Zara. They didn't have to burn down the entire city. That is muted to use for carving the uh, the blood after you sh- after you shech. Rukhi said, "Dam, I the chayyur is also b'hanah. Mitzvahs are not for hanah. Mitzvahs are hanah. Hashayichet tzarech liyish didn't offer mamata. Now the shayichet is supposed to put earth below. Till now we talk about carving on top, but you're supposed to do it in a way that there's earth below. So I guess the kisa should be a kisa in all all sides, not just on top. Kisa means all, all six directions. Okay." Then shech on top of that earth or whatever whatever the type of earth you're using, gold dust even. Then cover with dust on top again. What you should not do is shech over a keli or shech over or something which is which is um, which is a which is not something which is not valid to cover it on top. Also, shouldn't be the thing you're putting on the bottom. That's not ideal. So the earth, bottom should be earth or anything which could be used to cover on top. Hey, you're gambling uh, when you shut on offer that you may lose the mitzvah. Uh, yeah, right. And that's, that's that therefore, therefore, you want to shut over harder ground. But I think it's dafka not supposed to be ground which is so hard that it won't absorb at all. Because dafka supposed to absorb a little bit. I believe so. Something about that. I forgot, I forgot what it says. I think, I think I, I'm pretty sure it's bought in the Mephorshim or in the Paschim. I don't know. Tezvav. Who, who should do the shechita? So, excuse me, the, the kisa. Whoever does the shechita, he has the chiv. He's supposed to do the carving. The chiv is on him. Shemit says, v'shafach, he, she shech, spills the blood of the animal. The chiv said he covers it. So that's his mitzvah. Now, v'imloy chiso, if he doesn't cover it, v'roach, if someone else sees it, chayav l'chasis, the other person has a chiv to cover it. Shizu mitzvah, v'peyatzvah, it's an independent mitzvah, and toluya v'shechet, it's not only toluya v'shechet. It's his chiv after you shech to cover it. 
But it's also a chiv on anyone else to, 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 to cover. It's a chiv on, it's a chiv to be done if he doesn't do it. Basically, yeah. So the chiv is on him. That's why you're supposed to ask for shush mishayichet if you want to cover the dam because it's his mitzvah. Yeah. Tezzan. last When you cover the blood, don't cover with your foot. With your hand, rather. With a knife, I'll be clear, another tool like a spoon or something. You shouldn't treat mitzvahs with disdain and spite, right? You mitzvahs with love, and mitzvahs will become discordful to you. Meaning, I think that I'm saying, if you, if you, even if you do it just because it's convenient, when you do something in a, in, in a, in a, in a scornful fashion, covering the down with your foot, that has an impact on your attitude towards mitzvahs. And, you know, the person's maizim also, also impact your, 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 your approach, right? What's Lashen? Achra, Maizim, Mishachal, Vavis, or something. There's a concept that you're, you know, the Sefer Chinuch is all built on the idea that mitzvahs are designed to give us the correct perspective, right? So we eat matzah on Pesach, so we should internalize the reality of how important it is to remember it's Mitzrayim, right? So over here, if you behave this way towards the mitzvah in a scornful fashion, you'll actually feel scornful toward the mitzvah. She'ein hakovid la'atzman shal mitzvahs, because the covered is not only, is not, is not to the mitzvah, the mitzvah itself, the one who commanded the mitzvah blessed be. He saved us from swallowing in the darkness. The Rebbe says this, this, is, this is the idea of not doing the sodium and things that are forbidden. And he gave a light for us to, straight, to straighten the crookedness ways, which is the idea of being involved in Gashmis for the right reasons. And doing mitzvahs ma'is Gashmi for the right reasons, like, you know, like, like Shechita. Right, so I'm sorry. Started off with kedusha with isuribia, not doing isurim. Then shechita is doing things that are divrushos, like eating meat, but doing it al pitayra. That's the you know, going the straight direction. But other hers nisibasayesher and the light to strengthen to illuminate the upright ways. That's not just doing gashmias or being involved in the world with the right reason, but actually being involved in the kedusha gufa, which is like tefillin or tzitzis, let's say. And that's the idea of shechita as it applies to the kabbonis. Right, that's why that's that's the high, the third element. The chayyim of the pasuk says, "Neder gagad revecha, your words are a light for my feet. So I shouldn't stumble in the wrong way. For oven tzivasi, a light for my ways. I should go in the right way." Bicham on the sign of blessed be Hashem who gives us assistance. So nigma sefer chamish the fifth book down is the fifth of the fourteen books is finished. Bezos shaka with the help of Hashem. Me and prokem shall sefer zera shoy shal chamish. The number of prokem in the sefer is fifty three. Hilchas suribiyah shnayim ve'esim prokem is suribiyah twenty two prokem. Hilchas mechalsa suribiyah shivasim prokem is seventeen prokem. That's 39. 39. Hilchas Chita. That was a prokem. 14 prokem. That is 53.